Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. We are going to be doing a part two to an episode we did a couple, I guess it was only a couple years ago, but it's only been like a year and a half or something. It is green flags to look for part two. This is also like the third thing we've recorded since I've had my cold, so I'm once again going to apologize for my voice. I'm on the downslope, I think. So, um, yeah. Um, before we start with that, we are going to do our weekly spotlight. So... What is yours? My weekly spotlight is on Saturday. We went to the beach and we just hung out there with some of our classmates for like five hours. And it was very fun, relaxing, nice. I actually like this was in between my cold, but I actually like felt perfectly fine. And then it just like really hit me like a truck after that. So, yeah, I agree. That was fun. And also I'm surprised we didn't really get burnt. Like we put sunscreen on and stuff, but that's what I've been doing anyway. So I still feel like I've been getting a lot of sun. And I also feel like we didn't like we probably applied sunscreen like twice within that five hour time span. And so I was like, I'll probably be a little bit burnt. And I wasn't. So I was very happy about that. But Same. I think I'm getting my like base layer down. So I think like as the summer progresses, I'm obviously like I'm still going to put sunscreen on. But hopefully, like, I won't need to be, like, doing it as much or, like, I won't risk burning as much. Yeah. So, otherwise, our weekend has consisted of a little bit of schoolwork here and there. Um, we were going to originally, well, first, our weekend was kind of all over the place. We weren't going to go back to Des Moines to record. And then for, like, a day, we were kind of like, no, we actually are going to go back and record. And then my cold got worse. And so I was like... No, we're not going to go back and record. But then before we had decided that, I ordered, they have at-home COVID test kits now, which I know is not like the same or probably as good as going and getting tested otherwise, but it was like the only option I had to get results quickly. And, and we are both fully vaccinated. So, um, so it's kind of doing it more so just to, and I didn't think, like my symptoms are pretty much like a cold analogies. I've had this before. Um, but I was like, okay, let me get like an at-home test kit. It was like $25 and came with two of them. And then I also got a neti pot. And if you guys don't know what a neti pot is, you probably understand it more if you just looked it up. But I've never used one before. And I was like, my congestion was so bad Saturday to Sunday night. I mean, I was, I had a trash bag set up on the chair by my desk, a roll of toilet paper to use for everything. And it was just like, not a good night. I was not enjoying myself. I was like, I woke up at one in the morning feeling horrible. And I was just like, oh my God, how am I supposed to make it for like another seven hours? Um, so then the next morning I was inspired to get a neti pot and that feels weird, but it's, it was very helpful. So um, I wanted Sierra to try using it, but she hasn't tried it. Yeah. I don't really have a desire to uh, let water just run through my sinuses when I'm feeling and also, perfectly like, fine. It said something about having to use um, like filtered water or something. And so... I was like, okay, I'll use it for Marbrita, which sits in the fridge. So the water was cold, <laughs> and I was, like, not ready for that. I, like, it didn't give me a brain freeze, but it was, like, close to giving <laughs> me a brain freeze. It was weird. Um, I mean, my weekly spotlight is probably similar to... I also to tested negative for COVID. Good. Um, similar to yours, I also enjoyed the little beach outing. Uh, we also got invited to, like, a movie night, so that was fun. And I just think we had a good weekend. Been a good time. The weather is great. It's beautiful outside. What more could you want? Okay. So I'm pretty sure most of you guys are probably aware of what green flags are. But for those of you who are not familiar, you've probably at least heard of the term red flags, which is basically um, if you are like potentially like, you know, starting to see someone 
like as a like you're dating someone or something and then they do like one thing and you're like wait I'm not really into that and that kind of turns you off from like wanting to pursue a relationship with them that's a red flag and we're talking about green flags so these are things which aren't required to like want to be in a relationship with someone but if you see someone either exhibit any of these qualities or do any of these things then you're like oh those are bonus points so like now you really want to pursue them I feel like this kind of relates to I just started watching Dirty John on Netflix um and first of all I figured out there's two seasons because I think they just released the second season and they actually are like different storylines um based off of true like true crime things and so the first season is like about uh Dirty John and I've listened to the case from Kendall Ray's YouTube videos before um but I don't remember what happens so I'm in the middle of watching that and when I'm watching it, it like it's showing because essentially the premise is like this guy is not who he says he is um and so it's like there's things that happen where like she's falling in love with this guy but all of like her kids and her nephew are just like no 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 like big problem not good and so it's just like you know I'd be watching stuff and I'd be like honey no like mm-mm like, and she's not picking up on those? She is now. She, she's, oh. the, the truth is starting to become unraveled at this point. But, I haven't watched it. Um, like stuff where like there's certain things where he'll, like, he'll lash out and like any instance of lashing out is like red flag. But he'll like, in, like then he'll just immediately kind of be like, I don't know, like I don't know what just happened there. And my dad's like Sicilian. And so like I have the tendency to just like <laughs> go off. Um, and I didn't mean to do that. Anyways. Mm. All right. Well. We have a list of about 20, but Maggie and I didn't double check with each other. I just made sure that she didn't do the ones we did in the last episode. So we might have overlap. Hopefully not. But I also can't tell if mine is, is mine a list of green flags or does, is it a list of red flags that they don't do? I can't tell. I think mine are all, like, I think we ran into that issue last time, but I think I, like, have all positive stuff, if that makes sense, where it's, like, not just taking away the negative, you know? First one of mine is uh, when he sings in the car. That's nice. And I think, I mean, whether or not someone sings in the car, like, I just know personally, I love a good, like, road trip karaoke moment. And I can't imagine, like, driving in the car with someone and then just, like, not singing. <laughs> like, that weirds me out. And I also think it's endearing. I like when people can just, like, let loose, have fun, sing yeah, in the like, car. we don't have to be good singers here. Just oh, we're not. <laughs> let it out. I agree with that. That's a good one. My first one's, like, my longest, most complicated one. Um, and hopefully, I don't know, I hope this makes sense. But I feel like it's one I think about a lot. It's either, like, a red flag or if they don't do that, it's a green flag. Okay. Um, so, someone that can see something unique or different and not feel the need to comment negatively on it. For example, it could be, like, most of the times it's instances where you're walking by someone in public and, like, maybe they're dressed differently or weird. Um, like, just something that you are probably already thinking in your head if you think, like, it's unique or weird or different. Like, you think something, like, everyone's going to think something. But it's, the it's like, you walking past and then that other person, like, making a negative comment about that. And I feel like people feel the need, like that they can do that because you're someone that's close with them. They feel like they can, you know, confide their thoughts to you and you'll, like, have something to also, like, say back to that. But mm -hmm. I just don't like that. I'm like, why, ne like, comment negatively on someone about it? You could just let it be yeah i know you're talking sense. about i feel like uh like stereotyping if you say like oh someone has like crazy color like hair or something and you walk by and like since something is out of the norm you are going to see it and you're going to think whatever you think about it maybe you'd say like oh i don't like that color or like i would not dye my hair you know bright blue or something like that 
But I think it's weird to say something about that because it doesn't affect you. And I think it's weird if someone else were to be like, oh, can you believe like they dyed their hair that color? I did say, of course, that this has some discretion with it. Like there needs to be a difference between them like saying a negative comment and also like, are they just trying to make conversation? That's like, it's not Mm -hmm. necessarily negative. So there's some discretion that goes with this. But I feel like um, when the moment happens or like I can sense where I'm like, you didn't have to bring that up. Yeah, I know you. I know you mean. Next one that I have is that his personality remains constant no matter who he no matter who he's around. So I feel like I say this obviously with like knowing that people can be the same person while acting through a different lens of themselves. So like you're not going to be the exact same around like your friends, you, his family, like whatever. But I think we all can agree that like within the different personas you play, whether it's like sister, wife, girlfriend, whatever, you're still you. And so as long as like he remains like I can recognize him as like who he is around his friends and be like, oh, like, yeah, that's my boyfriend, like in the role of him being a friend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And obviously, I think a lot of people uh, complain about this when they're significant other. And what settings do you them. think that someone's most likely to act completely different? Um, I feel like usually the scenario I hear is people acting differently around their friends than they do their significant others. But I wouldn't know. <laughs> so, Fair yeah. Enough. I feel like it's usually just like the stereotype of guys like act more like lovey-dovey with their girlfriends and they want to like come off as like macho and like masculine with their friends. And so they like, it's like funny because I feel like you could still like do that switch. They should in like have the a same lens opinions setting. in either setting. Yes, they should. Like if you're talking about something and then like they switch up their opinion with their friends, that's kind of like what I'm referring to. Obviously, they're going to act differently around their friends than their significant other. But like it shouldn't be like, oh my God, who are they? Yeah. Okay, my next one. Uh, some of these I got inspiration from other green flags that I was seeing on TikTok just so I could formulate some thoughts. So this one's just simple. Prefers iMessage to Snapchat or, you know, text in general. I do tend to be an iPhone user, but, you know, worst comes to worst. They have Android. I, I think just am like Snapchat is... I'm extremely you know, opposed to Snapchat now. I think we've already talked about this on the podcast before, haven't we? Yes. So we won't have to elaborate too much, but just, like, I don't mind, like, Snapchat itself. Like, I don't care if people have the app. I don't care if they use it. But, like, if my significant other or if, like, someone who I'm talking to is trying to communicate with me, I think I'm just going to say Snapchat no more. It's not happening. Just because, like, I literally am not an active user of Snapchat. So I could see how, like, two people who like using Snapchat would maybe want to, like, communicate that way. But I literally don't use it. So it's just a burden for me to have to be like, oh, you're the only person I'm using Snapchat for pretty much. So I don't like it. Um, Next one I have is steps up to the plate in times of stress. So whether that's like you experiencing injury, illness, loss, etc. That kind of thing. Just to like be someone there for like additional support. Mm-hmm. Like obviously. What would be it? like the red flag alternative to you? I feel like just like kind of sitting on the back burner and like giving you space I think it kind of depends on like the context like I'm talking about like serious like instances where it's like that's like a partner test you know what I mean to be like could you imagine yourself marrying someone how do they act like because these are going to happen like these life events mm-hmm. happen so I feel like it's a good test to see like how are they reacting and is and is it in a way that is going to like support you and like your healing growth whatever that you're going through or do they just like sit to the side and be like wait till you're like hey like out. how's it going all right, you're still, like, kind of sad. I'll be, you know, over here. 
doing nothing. Yeah. I don't know if I'm like, it'd be hard for me to imagine my response in that situation, I guess is what I'll say. Hopefully I could, you know, help someone out. But I'm, I'm not going to say it's um, like easy. Yeah. I certainly don't expect it to be easy, but, you know, some effort is appreciated and hopefully I'd be able to do that too. Okay. This is a big red flag. I have a specific one, but. Red flag? Or. It's a green flag if you don't do it. <laughs> we have to keep in mind this episode is green flags. Um, they wouldn't drive wild or reckless, especially if you asked them not to. This could also apply to any situation. Like, they won't put you in a dangerous situation just, like, because it's funny or just, you know, um, like, in a situation where you could get physically hurt. That would be much appreciated. And there are about, people though. that, like, They'll be, like, going and speeding, and, like, that's, like, a guy's own prerogative. Like, for some reason, some guys like doing that. But if I'm in the car, and you start doing that, and I say, please don't stop. Like, there are guys that are going to please respond by. Stop. What? You said, please don't stop. Please stop the car, whatever. <laughs> please slow down. And there are people, like, that will just be, like, ha-ha, like, no. No, speed up. And I'm, like, it literally is shocking, but, yeah. I agree. I think that kind of just, like not even driving necessarily but like I talk about like beach and like lake stuff all the time I feel like it's such a big like safety thing in my mind because like so many bad things can happen if you aren't paying attention or like following proper safety precautions at a beach or a lake specifically and a lot of people like make jokes of like pushing people into the water off a dock so like I would see these things and I just, like, don't like when people don't take that stuff seriously because one thing can, like, start off as a joke and then quickly turn into something uh, very serious. And I'm just like, why'd you have to go that far? We didn't have to be here. (laughs) All right. The next one that I have is uh, when he doesn't sweat the small stuff. So I like to think, for the most part, I am someone who, like, if something bad happens, then, like, yeah, it sucks. But I don't think I tend to dwell on it. And I know a lot of people in my life who, like, the smallest thing will happen. And it's, like, the end of the world. And so I'd appreciate to have a partner who's, like, if, it, if something happens and it won't matter in, like, a week or something or a month, it doesn't matter right now. Like, you can have, like, that, like, quick, like, five, ten seconds of, like, anger, maybe even a couple minutes. But then after that, like, okay, after get over 90 it. 90 seconds, your Whatever. reaction is your fault. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing that. Because, like, you have, like, 90 seconds is, like... Your initial, like, whatever happens in your Automatic brain that response. makes you, like, respond like that. And then after that, you continue to be mad. It's a choice. So, yeah, don't sweat the small stuff because it won't matter. And I think that the more you, like, focus on the, like, things that aggravate you, then, like, you're accumulating all this negative energy in your life. And we don't need that. We need positive energy. That's the only aspect of manifestation that I agree with. Yeah. Is that you should avoid negative energy and bring in positive energy. Although, don't get me wrong, I love a good rant session um, here and there because sometimes people need to get their emotions out. But most of the time, I like to think that I try to exude positivity. I try to look for positivity. Um, so, yeah. All right. This one, I was like, I don't know. Would you do a face mask with me? <laughs> like, I don't even do face masks all the time. But if I were to, like, be doing one, if they were over, and I was like, oh, do you want to, like, also do a face mask i think that if they were to want to that'd be a green flag wouldn't that be annoying if they were if they would say no and not to say no like because they genuinely just don't want to but if they're like no like that's a girl thing i'd be like oh my god 
we're, like, we're saying that doing a face mask is a girl thing. When he doesn't have toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just am like, that's a green flag. All right. The next one that I have is... I'd be like, buddy, my face mask works just as good on your skin as it does on mine. Yeah. Uh, next one is that he is good at figuring things out or fixing things or, like, he's handy just because... A lot of the men in my life, like, I feel like my dad, my grandparents, like, they fix things themselves. And, like, I just feel like it's be weird. very convenient. Yeah, it is convenient. So I feel like if I was dating someone or eventually, like, married someone and, like, something broke in the house, it'd be, like, nice if he could fix it. Or I could try fixing myself. But I just feel like, you know, guys tend to learn that stuff more in the first place. Yeah. Like, it'd be different, not, not a deal breaker, but it'd be different if uh, someone that you were dating or married to, like, wasn't like that. And then, like, something happened, you're like, oh, we have to call, like, the handyman. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it's a green flag if they can do that. Because, like, I won't, like, not date someone if they can't fix something. Like, I can't fix a lot of things. Exactly. But if he could, I'd be like, oh, that is so convenient. Yeah. Okay. My next green flag is... Someone who doesn't talk about money or show off. That's probably, I'm like, this is just like a not red flag. <laughs> hey, we'll accept him. We'll accept it. That's just my biggest pet peeve ever is when someone, like, all they can talk about is, you know, oh, this costs this much money or I make this much money doing this. Um, I just am like, it's not even that talking about money is taboo. It's like the thought that you think someone cares, like, that's the only thing they care about you for. Yeah. Um, if the most interesting thing about you is how much money you make, you must not be a very interesting person. So, yeah, like that can't be the only thing you fall back on being like, well, look at what I have to offer. Like that has to mean something. All right. The next one that I have is that they make time for you despite having a busy schedule. <laughs> be like, well, yeah, that's kind of what you need to do if you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, this is honestly something I'm probably going to have to work on when no, I, I was like, gonna get into a relationship. Thing, which is why I was kind of like, hmm. So <laughs> I'm just like saying, yeah, I know I'd have to work on this if I was in a relationship because I'd be like, oh, you want to do something tonight? Like at like I'm going to really have to, which is like, this is a good thing, but like, I'm really going to have to like the person to like want to do that. Like if it's like a, any less than like, oh, I really like this person and you're kind of like seeing how things are going, like you're going to be way less inclined to like make the extra time. Yeah, but I think, that's the thing is you have to know, like, it'll be a sign that that's, yeah. like, someone you want to be with because you'd be like, oh, normally, under any other circumstance, I would not want to, like, get up and get out of bed and go do something and, like, leave my house after I've already come back home. That's, like, commonly how my nights go. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in for the night. Um, so if I would be willing to leave or they could come over here, that'd be easier for me. Then that'll be a sign that I won't say they're the one, but they could be the one. All right, my next one is if they will say their pa- or their phone password to anyone or, like, in the room. Like, if you have to get in someone's phone quick because, like, things like that happen and they're just like, oh, I don't know your password, and they just, like, say what their password is, that shows they're not hiding anything, they trust everyone. In my mind, a phone password... openness. Yeah, a phone password to me is just, like, I don't want a random person getting mm-hmm. into my phone. But anyone that I know, and especially if I'm there in that situation, like, sure, you can get into my phone. I like that one because I feel like um, it's common for people to talk about giving your password to your significant other, but I feel like we don't want to talk about like, oh, would you just like give someone randomly your password? And I feel like we do that all the time when we're just like with 
uh, friends are like, I feel like when we're with Maggie all the time, it's like, oh, like, what's your password to like get into your phone to do this? Because we'll be recording or something and we need to, need to use someone's stopwatch or something. And it's like, oh, here's my password. Like, you could have it. So, and obviously, I don't know everyone has on their phone, but I certainly don't have anything on my phone where I'm super worried about someone seeing anything. Okay. The next one I have is that they're okay with spending time apart. And I feel like this could be referencing, like, I'm not really just talking about, like, the day-to-day things of, like, spending time apart because, like, I kind of just expect that with two adults, like, living their own lives that they've been living and, like, you have to, like, create a relationship outside of the other things that you've been doing. So you're independent in that sense. But I mean, like, if you're dating someone and then you say, hey, I'm going to go on a girl's trip, like, this weekend or something, and, like, they're like, okay, sweet, have fun, you go do your thing, I'll do something this weekend with my friends. Or vice versa. They're like, hey, I'm going on a trip with uh, my friends. See you later. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. I think it gets annoying when people enter into relationships and like the thought of doing anything without them is like, I can't do that. Yeah, I feel like doing what you were saying, for example, just allows you to still continue your friendships and relationships with other people in your life that you probably inherently aren't going to see as much because you're in a relationship. Like, especially just because since I've been single my whole life and I'm 21 years old, like, I am so used to just, like, being me, having my relationships that I have and the friendships I have and, like, doing what I do that I can't imagine, like, if I am starting to date someone, my life is not going to, like, change to revolve around that person. I'll be like, oh, you're, like, in this corner of my life. I'm not trying to minimize the importance of, like, a significant other either. But I'm just saying... But they can't become the top person just immediately. Exactly. I'm just saying, like, they are now, like, a part of my life. But I also have, like, all these other things that I was doing before I'm going to continue to do. And I need to put energy into those things as well. And they should want that for me. Because I want them to continue their life also. Just because, like, have you ever thought about... This is going to sound like I'm not trying to be deep because I know it's not that deep. But, like, when you start dating someone, like, they have their whole life that they've, like, already lived... No, I think about that often. And then you're I like, think about that in terms you're like, of who like, am I to come in and just like be like, oh, no, like, we're important to each other now. That. I think about, uh, like, I think about when I think about eventually meeting, like, my future husband, for example. I'm like, wow, they're they're living and they are doing something right now. Like right now, he's doing something. <laughs> <laughs> he could be anywhere. That's really deep. That's all I think about, though. No, I know you're talking about. And I'm just like, one day, like eventually we cross the paths, paths. <laughs> the paths cross. I'm certain the when, paths have not crossed yet. That's for sure. Yeah. This is my last one because I had like half as many as Sierra. She really, she came through with the podcast planning. So my last one before I let Sierra kind of take over and hopefully join in. I have one other like side note that I wrote down though. Um, they're friends like you and your friends like them, but you don't necessarily have to be besties. I like that one. Because I, mean, I feel like that's all around, like, if you're going and maybe, like, obviously not all the time, you don't always have to be, like, tag-along girlfriend with the boyfriend. I just saw a TikTok about that being, like, when you're the girlfriend that gets invited places and then all the comments were being, like, um, if you go, like, all the time, his friends don't like you. I think especially in the beginning of a relationship, that could absolutely be true. Eventually, if you're in a more serious relationship... You don't always have to go still, but you're, it's going to be more likely that you would show up. But anyways. Yeah. Um, I feel like hopefully you'd get the invite at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you and your so girlfriend. And so. um, but yeah, I just feel like 
it's good vibes all around. If everyone likes everyone, you don't have to love everyone. It's just like, yeah, you get like their friend, like gets a good vibe from you and your friends have like nothing but, you know, positive things to say about who you're dating. Like, I think if your friends would be upset you guys broke up, I'd be like, that's good. You know what I mean? Like if I was dating someone and you were like, I'd be like really sad if you guys broke up. Or if you were dating someone, yeah. like I'm really like I would be really sad if uh, you guys broke I, up. Haley, I'm gonna give you an Ashton a shout out. That's how I feel about Haley and Ashton. I feel like they're really good for each other. <laughs> that's good because I would engaged. be upset <laughs> if they broke up. I'd be like, oh no, Haley's gonna have to find someone better than Ashton for her. I don't know. Don't know how that would work. <laughs> so that's a good sign if you just like really like two people together. Maggie, I said about you them. and Sam too. I root for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that was my last one. Okay. Should I share my comment Go after? for it. Okay. When I was on TikTok looking for some recommendations, it was like someone sharing their list of green flags. And then I was looking at the comments as well, trying to get some um, insight. And someone commented saying, people who write lists of green flags and red flags are the biggest red flag of oh all. Oh, my God. <laughs> Me? I don't make a list for fun, right? though. I'm like, I kind of thought that was weird because inevitably everyone thinks these things. Are they like, because we're only doing this for a podcast. It's not like I sit here with a list on my phone. Or, okay, on TikTok, if I see people, I love green flags and red flags. Like, even, it could be a guy saying red flags and girls, and I might even, like, fit into some of them. It's like, here's how I view it. It's a red flag for that person. It's a green flag for that person. I don't have to be dating this person who's had a red flag is whatever, whatever it applies yeah, to she me. she doesn't have to be dating Matthew in Ontario, Canada. It's not going to happen, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it's all specific to the individual person, so I just find it intriguing to figure out, like, the logic behind what they're saying. Or, like, some things are so niche, we're kind of like, I've I wonder never what made them, like, yeah. I wonder what made them think that and, like, why it works so well for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love it. I think it's so fascinating. I like looking at them, too. I think, like, I never look at that. I never look at them, especially if it's, like, a guy saying, like, his red flags are green flags. Like, I never look at it, like, do I fit all those right? things? Yeah. Like, me either. I might, like, keep track, like, which ones I'm, like, you know, yes or no, because I feel like that's natural. But it's not like if this one person is, like, red flag and I fit in, I'm like, oh, dang, like, I need to not do that anymore. I'm just like, oh, well, looks like we would not be a good match. Mm-hmm. Okay. The and then replied to them and was, like, agreed, and I was like, okay. I would like to add, I don't know how many people legitimately make lists of red and green flags. Like, it's a TikTok trend. Right? Like, you might just, like, think of them off the top of your head. Anyway, next one that I have is, okay, uh, when they do slash watch slash listen to something that you recommend to them. That's always nice. I feel like that's actually like a pretty common thing that happens though, but it is it always is, nice. Especially at like the start of a relationship right? when it's like, you do you're trying to make small talk <laughs> and you're like, oh, have you seen this TV show? And they're like, no, like I'll check it out. And they're like, I don't really know if they're going to check it out because we were just making small talk. But then they're like, I actually did watch it. And you're like, oh, you were listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you do that about like a song. Yeah, like a song if it's something so like easy, so it's niche, imagine like it. mentioning like this like random YouTube video that you saw, like this random TikTok that you saw. And they're like, oh, I found that. I wouldn't know how they find the TikTok. Yeah. But <laughs> I'd be a little concerned at that point. <laughs> I'd be like, how long do you spend trying to find that? Um, but if it's like a YouTube video, like I'd be like, oh, like you went and. You wouldn't look that up. Or, or you could be like mentioning like, oh, I like watching these YouTubers and so like they go scope them out. Mm-hmm. But if they didn't like them, that'd be kind of sad, but they didn't, they don't have to like them. Or like something kind of related. Imagine you're like having this random conversation, you like bring up a random topic and like they like go and Google something like later to like answer a question that you had or something and they like send you the response and you're like, oh, be niche. you like thought about that after the conversation was over. I'd probably, if I was the one initiating conversation on something I didn't know about, then I'd probably look it up myself. 
You'd be like, I was curious on, I already looked that up. I already looked that up, actually. But thank you. Okay, next one is they have a quick sense of humor. And I don't mean just like they're funny. I mean like quick sense of humor where it's like, I'm like, I look at them and I'm like, that was so good. And like, how did you think of that that fast? Mm Mm-hmm. I have a specific example I'm thinking of, but it won't matter and I'm not going to share it. I'm just like, Megan knows yours. what I'm talking about. Yeah. But just like, I I don't really think I'm that funny of a person, and but I just think like, it is specifically referencing the amount of I time it takes them to I come up with a response. One. Hmm? I was going to say like, I have my moments like that, but certainly not often. Like, I want to like catch me off guard with how good of a response that was. Yeah. And like, it has to be like, uh, witty too. So it's not just like, Oh, like that was like a dumb thing, but it was funny. Asked to be like, oh, you like, like tucked that in the back of your head. It really like pulled it out for later. <laughs> Everything molded together in a way that made like the absolute most perfect joke. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Okay. I don't know how we're going to make this podcast that much longer because I don't have that many more. We're only a half hour in. Okay. Next we one. We need to expand. Okay. That's okay. I'm getting a headache. <laughs> okay um they hype you up and i said it via text in person or social media and i don't feel i feel like i need to I say justify that, i would the social say media stuff because i'm not saying you need to like validate your relationship on social media but like if you just accomplish something and then your like sig- significant other was like post on their story being like shout out to this person for doing like this thing that they've been working really hard on yeah boom like Haley just finished and got her master's ashton good job posting on your story uh congratulating her which obviously again he didn't have to do but it's a green flag if he did that you know what i mean yeah but i also or like, i also think it's nice like if you post an instagram picture you know of yourself like obviously your relationship is also taking place offline so it's kind of weird in my opinion if you don't acknowledge it at all online i think like if you both have an like, online presence don't and you don't act like other. you don't After interact with your significant other then i'm like don't interact what do you mean don't interact? Like don't comment on their stuff or oh, aren't tagged in their stories. Yeah. Like, like I couldn't imagine like dating someone and then I'm not saying I would comment on every single right? post. But like, but like every something. once in a while, I'd probably comment something. Like it could be a joke even. Like yeah. just interact with like what they're posting. I don't know. I think it's really cute when guys post like pictures of like just their girlfriend. I probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cute when they do it. If I were to get a cute aesthetic picture of the guy I was dating and I also wanted to do an appreciative post, then I would do that. Yeah. But I can like, maybe do that too. <laughs> Depends on how it works in my feed. Yeah. Like I said, I'm an independent person. I have my life to maintain outside of that relationship. So if it fits in, it fits. I'm trying to think of like, otherwise just, like I said, going off of social media because, you know, some people like to, you know, be more private on social media and don't like to mm-hmm. have their relationship all over it, whatever. Um, but like if they text you and say like, hey, just want to like remind you, that I'm proud of you for doing whatever you're doing. I'm trying to like make this general because obviously it could be related to whatever. But I think just like getting those like words of affirmation is like okay. Or, like, if they know you're sweet. stressed out, like sending an extra text like to wish you good luck on something that you have going on yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. The next one that I have is. Um, their friends are good people slash you like hang out with their friends. I guess I did have that one. <laughs> you like but, freaked out. Okay, this is no, it. this is flipped because the one that you said was that their friends like you. And this one is that you like their friends. Okay. Which I think is important because obviously they've probably been friends with their friends longer than you've either known them or been dating them. And 
let's be real. If they're friends with their friends, they're probably pretty similar to them. So, and I feel like it like gives you a window of like insight into like something that you like an aspect of them that you might not see, you know? Yeah. But if you're like, oh, I like all their friends, then you can be like confident when he's going to hang out with his friends that like he's around good people, good influences. Yeah. And yeah. I would be like concerned if I was dating someone and like all of their friends, I'd be like, I don't really like all of your friends. And I'd be like, well, why are they friends with them? He must like be. if they seem like there if it seems like there's a disconnect between like how they act and their friends when you've been around them. Then maybe he's we're going back to another one. Maybe he's changing how he's acting when he normally acts more like his friends. And if he's acting more like his friends, then you probably wouldn't like him as much. The only place that gets a little sticky is if they're like childhood friends and you kind of like, like it's harder to grow out of them. But you still like just go and hang out with them. But you're still like, well, we've been friends like since we were younger. Um, yeah, but still important to have context, but. I'd say in general. It's a pretty good rule. Um, next one. They are punctual slash on time. I'm a big early person. I'm a big on time is 15 minutes early. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if something is at 9 o'clock, I'm there at 845. I think it's weird when people show up right on the dot. So I'm just like, I don't know why I think that's weird. I feel like it's normal though. I show up right on the dot to a conference call. Yeah. But I'm talking about, like, going in person to do something. Like, doctor's appointment, if I'm meeting someone at a restaurant, like, I'm probably, I'm not talking about a date. I'm talking about just, like, going with family oh, yeah. to a restaurant or something and being like, oh, well, like, we'll meet at Fazoli's at noon. I'm there at 1145. Yeah. And, like, could you imagine? In my mind, I'm always, like, most places I go to are, like, around a 15-minute drive. So, like, I'm always, I'm leaving a half Literally hour Literally, 15 early. minutes is, I agree with, like, the half hour early thing. But, like, I swear my mind works in, like, 15-minute increments. Like, everywhere is suddenly 15 minutes away, no matter where I am. Unless it's obviously, like, a two-hour drive to Des Moines. But, like, in Iowa City, I'm like, oh, going to the mall is, like, 15 minutes. Going to, I don't know where else. Because school is not 15 minutes away since it's not that far. But Megan knows what I mean. hmm And then in Des Moines, I'm like, everything is 15 minutes away. I'm like, my mom to my dad is 15 minutes. My mom to, I don't know where else I go. The gym is 15 minutes. All right, so the last one that I have prepared for this podcast, but don't worry, we have, we're resorting to the internet and finding more to elongate this podcast. Um, this one is a surprise twist because if you had asked me this a couple years ago, I'd have been like, mm, red flag. Just really? kidding. Not red flag, but uh, when he holds the door open, which it is surprising that we didn't include this on the last podcast episode. I was kind of surprised at what we included just in general in the last podcast episode. Like, I was kind of like, out of all the green flags you guys could have talked about, like, this... Do you feel you... like this one should have been episode one? I don't know. I was just kind of, like, interesting. I was... I don't know. Anyway, back to the holding the door open. I know that a lot of people are probably like, well, duh. But younger me, and by younger me, I mean, like... Freshman year of high freshman, school. Or freshman year of year college, college. I still know I didn't like this. And that's probably when I was also transitioning into actually, like, appreciating it. But I was like, someone would hold the door open for me. And what bothered me about it was that... I always felt like it created, like, more of a hassle because I was, like, they would always go and hold the door and then, like, double back, and then I'd, like, have to back up, and they'd, like, pull the door open, and then I would walk in. I was, like, okay, we could have just, like, both gone through at this point, and it would have been, like, more time efficient. I was too caught up in all, like, all the logistics of it. Now, I just appreciate it for what it is, which is someone being, like, oh, there's someone behind me. I'm going to, like, stand back and hold the door open, which is nice. Chivalry is not dead. Yeah. So I will accept that form of chivalry. Okay, I simply found an article that... Although I will say, this is where it gets dicey. I have a love-hate relationship with guys holding the car door open. It's too much, for girls. in my opinion. 
I don't mind if we're like on the way to the car and they stop on my side first. But like if he has to like run around the car a couple times, that's a little much for me. Like we could have both been in the car by now. Yeah. So I'm working on it. Okay, so this is just an article I found from Cosmopolitan, and it's like a list of green flags. We should do an ick episode. <laughs> I feel like that would take me a while to think of enough icks. I know, probably would. Or like, there's some things. Let us know. There are some things that, like, people say are icks for the people, but then, like, I'll look at them and I'll be like, that's not really, like, that we good of an ick. What if we do this? We find a list. You guys can also let us know. We find a bunch of icks. Whether or not there are icks, we will debate on the podcast. Okay. That could be good. Make it an actual, like, lengthy episode. All right. First one is they remember the little, little things. I love that. Like, I can't, like, if I just, I imagine me mentioning, like, the smallest, like, little minute detail and then, like, forgetting that I even mentioned that and then, like, them coming home and, like, or, like saying, like, sending a picture or, like, a screenshot or whatever of something that, like, reminded them of what I said or, like, kind of going back to, like, if they Google something that like, we talked about, I'd be like, you remember that? Or this has, like, an example of just, like, knowing what your order is at a certain place. Oh, like, yeah, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Me, like, I've never met a relationship, so I'm just like, oh, that'd be cute. And people are like, well, yeah, you kind of just learn it. <laughs> okay, so this one, this next one is you align similarly on religious and political issues. I, would I feel like, obviously, it's a green flag, but I feel like that's almost, in my opinion, just kind of expected. It's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine being that... Religiously, Different. I will say, like... I'm a little loose on religion. Yeah. Um, they very clearly have close family and friends. I feel like that's a green flag, but I also am understanding that, like, you can't control... You don't choose your family. You grow up or the situation you're in when you're growing up. And so... But again, can't just, since this is green flags, I agree with it because I do appreciate, like, if someone has, like, a really good relationship with their family, then I'm like, oh, I can imagine... Like, starting a family with them and, like, they have, like, you know, we're going to have good grandparents on that side and, like, good aunts and uncles. Like, that's, I think, why it's a green flag for me. Mm-hmm. And you also want to get along with their family because that would just make life a lot easier. This one kind of confused me, but I guess, whatever. They follow up with you when they know you had a big thing happening. I guess that kind of makes sense. I thought That it was, does make sense. I read it as, like, they follow up with you when they had a big thing happening. Oh, and you're like, well, why do I was you follow like, up with me? I was kind of, like, thinking, I was like, well, wouldn't you, like, I thought it was implying you didn't know what the big thing happening was until after they, like, told you how it went. And I was like, why are they keeping it in the dark? Anyways. That's not what they were saying. Uh, I think that's sweet, but I also, again, like, if it's a big thing, I'd kind of expect that. Like, if you had a big presentation at work today and you didn't come home and tell me immediately how it went, we clearly don't have an established relationship. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, like, if I were to, like, say, like, oh, I have this big thing, and then, like, it happens at three o'clock and then like at 4 30 i'd kind of be like expecting them to be like how to go yeah if they didn't i'd be like why don't you care about the thing that i did yeah um you notice they are genuinely nice to other people i feel like this is hopefully that's a given <laughs> the bare minimum here we have to remind ourselves that green flags are not the bare minimum so this one doesn't really impress me too much like you know how people are like when he's like nice to wait stuff and i'm like yes like, but that's yes, the bare minimum. You know, people can be very rude to wait staff, so I get that. I probably have said some things that are like the bare minimum to some people, but whatever. <laughs> um, they are also genuinely nice to you without expecting anything in return. I feel like that goes along with the idea of unconditional love, where I think sometimes relationships can be like back and forth and like keeping this 
mental tally of like, I did this, like I emptied the groceries. What am I saying? I emptied the groceries. I just like emptied the dishwasher. Then I switched to groceries and like they haven't taken the trash out in weeks. And so I feel like I have to like work on that. Probably when I enter into a relationship would be like, this is unconditional love. And like, I'm going to do nice things without expecting things in return. Hopefully knowing also, that I picked yeah. a partner who I know is going to show me that same kind of love. That's like my requirement. Yes. Um, they make time for themselves and prioritize self-care. I like that. It's always nice when you know that they kind of have their own things that they do and they like to do. <laughs> when they're, they're their own person. <laughs> um, they have healthy boundaries. This means that um, they know what they want, know what they don't, and are able to let you know specifically what they need. Sure. It's a little ambiguous. Yeah. They ask you thoughtful questions and most importantly, actually care about your answers. I do feel as if this is another bare minimum quest, not question, a green flag. It's not like the bare minimum that you expect in a relationship is to like have thoughtful conversations. Like imagine every day just being like, your favorite color is green, right? That's what I thought. We need a and little more than that. Time. They have role models in their life across all ages, genders, and backgrounds. That'd be great, but I also am like, if I were to think about, I don't like role model questions per se. Me neither. I don't, this might sound bad, but I don't know if I have that many, like I don't think of, like I just don't think of role models, you know what I mean? Let's just say it this way. There's I have been so many great people, in my, people in my life that I can't think of like any standout particularly. I think like I always say like my grandparents and like they're great people. Love them. But, like, I have great parents as well. Do I model my life after them? I don't know. Not really. Like, I admire... I like, try to be a good person like them. Yeah. Their work ethic. But I have a lot of great people and people I could call role models. They text or call you when they say they are going to. I mean, I would appreciate that, yeah. Same. That was all that caused me What do you think about... This is, like, a sidebar. But whatever. Uh, texting versus, versus calling. I always like to think that there's different reasons for each. I think that basic checking in throughout the day is realistically accomplished best via text. If you are checking in with one another, like I imagine myself being at work, when am I going to be able to call? I won't. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, I'm maybe going home. So why would I necessarily call him on the way home? Unless like, about, let's say to you're not living together. Okay. Probably more applicable. Let's say I finish work and then I could in that si like in that situation imagine calling like while I'm driving. It's just easier to figure out like maybe if we're hanging out later or just to talk and catch up on our day then. Or it could be, you know, when I get home, then calling would probably be better. I agree. What are your thoughts on like you're just starting to talk to this guy and he like calls you? What do you do? <laughs> Freak me out. Right? I think that'd be scary. I'd be like, why are you calling me? I just think of this because I think that I was watching uh, Wild Till Nine, and I think that Lauren said that Jeremy, like, called her to, like, confirm their oh, date. Yeah. And she was like, why is he calling me? <laughs> and I'm like, that's probably the same I've thing. experienced, so. Like, if I had, like, a set date and, like, the guy who I was going on a date with called me, I'd be like, what is going on? And I'd be like, I don't want to answer. <laughs> I'd like to go to voicemail. I probably wouldn't, but I'd want to. Yeah, like, what if I was just like out of the room for a second and didn't see my phone ringing? Yeah. <laughs> maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. 
That's always what I like to think when I get like an unknown number. Then I'll just be like, they don't know that I'm not by my phone. Right. Um, I'm gonna see if I can find any quick green flags stuff. Uh, compromises when necessary. I love a good compromising. I love when you actually like. Thing. I know that sounds bare minimum, but if you actually have like two people that are working together to say like, no, let's genuinely like find a happy medium and not just like you give this time and the next like, time. Not like you both are mad. Yeah. You know, I feel like there is a rare situation where I'm ever just like, it's my way or the highway. I feel like that's not usually how I am. I'm like, I want this certain like aspect to be accomplished and I don't really care like about the other things. So if we can like fill in the things I don't care about with the things you two, like you do care about and like compromise that way then I think that's good. And like you said, we don't want any like negative compromises where it's going to make both people unhappy, but you're like, oh, we compromise. Like we're so good at this. Cause then you're both mad. Like don't just say you compromise and you're good at compromising when you don't actually feel like you resolved the conflict and it could easily happen again. Like this is such a dumb scenario, but it's like the only thing I could think of. Let's say you have like, you want to see a certain movie and then he wants to see a certain movie. You're not going to say, oh, like let's go see this different movie that neither of us want to see. Yeah. I feel like you each have to like make your case of like, you know, oh, well, like, I know that you'll like, at least kind of like this, but, like, I won't like that thing at all. I don't know what I'm saying, guys. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of is, like, the analogy That's is a movie a analogy. You have a better a one? example. No, I don't. I'm just saying make sure the compromise is a true blend of the things. Because, like, I think sometimes compromises are better if you just, like, both commit to one thing, but you, like, come to an agreement on it. You know what I mean? It might yeah. not be like a blend of the two things because that would just be like worse. But it's like, okay, you can both agree to do this. And maybe the compromise is that you'll do the other person's maybe thing next the time. the compromise is we both agree on a movie before we go to the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> or I just mentioned this, but I want to like make sure I like have your opinion on it. Like a compromise can also be you agree to do this person's thing and like do what they want to do. And then the next time is you do what the other person wants to do. So I think that counts as compromise. I think that can work in the right situation. Like movie theater, sure, that works fine. You'll both go see some movie or both of the movies at some point. <laughs> but then we'll get to like things that are more complex. Like, and I don't have an example. I just feel like at a certain point, there needs to not just be like a, this time we'll do this, this time we'll do what you want. Like, hopefully they, you can start to find or search for some overlap and so you can both be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, I mean, I didn't really want to include this, but I'm like running out of things to look at. But someone said, never puts you down deliberately, especially not publicly. And I'm like, well, hopefully um, the opposite is just a red flag. Yeah. I hope the bare minimum is to not embarrass you publicly. You do see well, that with sometimes and it's unfortunate. Um, here's a list of green flags versus red flags. You might have already looked at this one. Mm-mm. Um... I don't even know this has life outside relationship. We already kind of talked about that. Believes you. No gaslighting in this relationship. Oh my god! If I was being gaslit in no, a relationship, I'd, I'd I would be like, leave. goodbye. Right? I say this as I've never been in a relationship. Like you don't understand the complexities of being in a relationship. But I'm just like I feel like if someone would be like, if someone was gaslighting me, I'd be like, you are insane. I'm leaving. Like thank you for showing me that that's who you are. I don't know. Hopefully, like I just imagine like someone doing these things and I'm like oh I would easily leave the relationship hopefully I can stick to that because I would hate to like think back after like let's say a relationship did end and like hindsight I'm like oh I should have left like forever ago hopefully I don't do that hopefully I'm like no that was the time 
I don't know how much more I can look at, really. What do we have for time? We're good. Might okay. be on the shorter end of episodes, but we've had long ones. My sinus though. pressure is building up as we speak, so. All right, well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode about green flags. Let us know if you would like us to do an X episode in the future. Also, we do want to try having some more guests on, so let us know if there's either someone who's, like, actually in our lives that you'd want us to have on, or I don't know how many social media people we'd be able to get on, or whoever. But you could say it, and maybe we'll think it out. Yeah. See what we can do. We will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.